Hello, listeners. Thanks for joining us today for this edition of Columbia Chronicles. If you're interested in learning more about our community and how it works, you've come to the right place. It's your chance to better understand how the news may affect you and your life, and all it takes is about five minutes of your time. Today's topic revolves around gender issues and inclusion. The push for equal recognition of women's contributions is a nationwide movement that one group of local Columbia women is working hard to recover. With the help of Rachel Hodges, Historic Columbia and the South Carolina Women's Rights Empowerment Network, or REN, 12 women will be honored throughout Columbia in creative ways that include a map, a walking tour, and special icons throughout downtown. The project is designed to bring attention to the lack of city landmarks dedicated to women. Today, Megan Rowe takes to the streets of Columbia to find out more about the City of Women map and the significant contributions of women here. I'm sitting down with Rachel Hodges today to discuss Columbia City of Women, a collaborative project involving REN, the Women's Rights and Empowerment Network, and Historic Columbia. Would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself and your role in Columbia, both professionally and or personally, involving women's issues? Well, I moved to Columbia when my husband was elected governor. He served as governor from 1999 to 2000. Since that time, I've served on many nonprofit organizations within the Columbia area as well as nationally. Columbia City of Women is something that came to mind a little over a year ago after I read an article written by Rebecca Solnit. Her article was in the New Yorker magazine. It was titled The City of Women, and along with that was a map of Manhattan. And all along the subway lines of Manhattan, she had placed women's names. Some were deceased, some were still living, but all along those subway lines, she had placed names of women who were powerful, strong uh, women who made impacts in various areas of all things. And when I read that, I, I wondered why can't we do that in Columbia and have our own Columbia City of Women map to inspire as well as remind people of women's contributions to making Columbia a great place to live. So we um, collaborated with Wren and Historic Columbia to identify women from the past as well as women from the present who should be part of this map. And would you explain how this map is going to be physically displayed around the city? The first phase was to create a website and start getting information out into the public. The second phase is to have markers in the sidewalk in those specific areas where those 12 women had an impact. And we want markers in the sidewalk with their names on it. So that as you're moving around through the city of Columbia, you happen upon these markers that are in the sidewalk and that woman's name is in that mark. And that's the second phase as well as enhancing, continuing to enhance our website going forward to also have more women selected over the course of the next year. We're in discussions right now with our committee about, well, you know, how many women will that be? We need to go through another process of discussing who fits the rubric, how many can we add to the map over the course of the next year. Would you mind telling me a little bit more about the 12 women you chose as honorees? Well, we selected 12 women so that each month going forward after we had our big rollout on March 31st, we wanted to be able to focus on one woman each month for the entire year. So we selected 12 women and focused in areas that 
Wren, the Women's Rights and Empowerment Network works in, and those areas are hundreds and hundreds of women that we can choose from, and still there's so many that we want to include on our map going forward. Our committee felt that it was important to select 12 because the map itself will guide you. If you go to the website, you can pull up the map and that will guide you to specific points in the historic footprint of Columbia where we are focused. And you can see one of those 12 women's names like Lily Filler, for example, who was instrumental in recognizing Holocaust survivors here in Columbia. We want her name to be representative of, of Memorial Park. She's also someone who started the first all-female-owned OBGYN physician's practice in Columbia, and she was also the first woman chief of staff here at our hospital. So she's had many layers of accomplishment. She fills every, virtually every block of our rubric. Also, there are other women who do the same, but we wanted to, on our map, have strategic points where those women were instrumental in pushing change. And um, so you can go to those points where women were impactful and stand on that space, on that sidewalk where she stood, and read what she, what she did in her life to make Columbia a better place to live. Could you tell people who are interested how they can get involved in this project? The best way to learn more about the project and become involved is to go to the website. There you can find out more about each woman. You can see the map for yourself. You can take the walking tour and be inspired. Or you can fill out information so that we can get in touch with you if you want to volunteer your time or if you have something, some ideas to contribute to the selection of these women. Or maybe you know someone that we should include on our list. Okay, thank you so much for sitting down with me today. To learn more about this project, visit www.columbiacityofwomen.com. For Columbia Chronicles, I'm Megan Rowe. Thanks for listening. Columbia Chronicles provides in-depth coverage of news and issues important to the greater Columbia community. It's produced through a partnership between the University of South Carolina's School of Journalism and Mass Communications and USC Student Media.